Hey, Stormtroopers! Welcome back to What a Shitstorm Podcast! We want to preface that these are our own opinions, and in no way do we mean to offend anyone. Any articles that will be referenced will be in the description box. This podcast contains opinions that not all listeners may agree with and explicit content. Bailey, what is today's forecast? Today's forecast has a chance of travel. So Bailey, I am a super big travel person. I love to travel. Not that I go very often, but I do love to travel, whether it's in within the Americas, just kidding, the United <laughs> States, or within outside of our country, of course. I just really like traveling. I always want to go somewhere, and you know this about me. Mm-hmm. What do you think are the three top destinations in the world? So what I mean by that is a cumulative, a cumulative uh, between everyone in the world, where do you think the three places that everybody would want to go as I'd, of 2022? Okay, I'd say the top three, Paris, like, I don't know, I feel that's just one of them because everyone wants to go to Paris and see the Eiffel Tower. Um, I'd say Mexico, that's a big place, like Bora Bora, um, those I'd say, the, like, either one of those. And then I was kind of thinking, it. I feel like it'd be a touristy, like, attraction is New Amsterdam. And just the, like, I'm pretty sure the Anne Frank house is there. No idea. I, I don't know. I just feel, because I read a book one time and it talked about it being there, so I'm pretty sure it is. But <laughs> um, I just think that, like, because there's so much history there, that could be one. I feel like I'm probably wrong on those, though. Okay. So, my top three, I was thinking, is Paris, of course. Italy, so probably Rome or Venice. And then Mexico. And I would say, like, probably Cancun or uh, Cabo. Or Greece, so Athens. Mm. Um, I have an article here um, that's a CNN article, and I will link it in our description box. But um, it says TripAdvisor's most popular world destinations for 2022 is Dubai is number one, London, and then Cancun, Mexico. So we were pretty close mm-hmm. on Cancun. So that's pretty cool. If you guys go look at that, there's 10 of them. The top 10 are Dubai, London, Cancun, Bali, Mm -hmm. Crete, Greece, Rome, Cabo San Lucas, Istanbul, Paris, and don't know how to say this. It says Hergadia, Egypt. So out of those 10 places, Bailey, have you ever been to any of those places? I've been to Mexico. Do I know where I went in Mexico? No, because I was on a cruise trip. Cruise ship. Cruise ship. And I was little. So, I don't know. I know I've been to Mexico. I'm actually not surprised about Dubai or London because I think those are very, very, like, popular ones now. Um, I'm surprised that Paris is number nine. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not, like, 
I'm not surprised that Italy or Greece are on there because, of course, there's... And even Bali. Those are all, like, very touristy attractions right now. So, I'm not very surprised. Um, especially with the Cancun. I knew, like... I was like, I swear well, that has to be... go to Cancun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Have I know that you've been to some of them slash are about to go to some. Do you want to explain that? Yeah, so I have been to Cancun twice. Um, I went with my dad when I was 14, and then I just went back in 2019 with my stepfamily. Um, I've been to Cabo San Lucas. I went on a cruise there. I've been to Paris, France, and my favorite place of all time, I've been to Crete, Greece, specifically Crete, which I don't hear a lot of people go to. So I thought that was really cool that that was on number five because a lot of people go to, like, um, Santorini and, you know, Athens, stuff like that. So, Crete, and then I am going to London in three weeks, and I'm going to Italy in three weeks, so I'm really excited. And then there's the possibility that we're gonna try and go to Paris and Italy next year. We're gonna see if it works out, because, um, I have family that have places in Italy, so... You know, we might we might try and take a little trip. We don't know. But <laughs> I also might be going to Cancun for an after party um, from a wedding. So I don't know. I hope these things work out because it would be fun to go. Because I love traveling too. Mm-hmm. As much as like I'm an introvert and I love staying at home, I really do love traveling. And it's just, you know, with COVID and everything, all of those restrictions have been super hard. So now that you know, there's not as many restrictions, it'd be good to, like, start going and traveling. And now that I'm making my own money, I can go where I want. Yeah, for sure. Cool. So, since we just talked about, like, those top three destinations, I'm wondering, what do you think the difference is between traveling in America versus other countries? And why I wanted to ask this question is because, you know... They're two different worlds, 1,000%. Everyone has, like, the American dream, but also people go to live outside of other countries for numerous reasons. So I want you to tell me, like, what's the difference between travel in America versus other countries? Um, okay. So I know that traveling here, you know, you're going to have to abide by you know, the constitution, like all of those rules, but different countries have different rules. Um, so I think that would be like something to adjust to. If you go to a third world country, you're going to notice how great America actually can be and like is compared to what they have. And it really puts life in perspective for you and just traveling around the United States, like it's, I, I think it just, you know, I've been to certain areas and it's interesting to see how everyone lives their lives. Like in Chicago or in California, like the culture is so different because being in Utah, you're kind of stuck in the LDS culture. So going to different states is cool to like see how, you know, they, they live and how they go about their life and all that. I don't know. What, what do you, what do you think? I feel like traveling in America versus other countries is, like, a whole different lifestyle. So, 
Um, in the United States, I've been to quite a few places, not a whole lot, but I've been to New York, I've been to Montana, Wyoming, Idaho, Utah, California, Arizona, Washington, and Oregon, so most of it's on, and Florida, I've been to Florida too, <laughs> so I feel like it really just depends on where you go, but traveling in America, it's a lot more accessible for Americans, of course. So, like, I could just pick up a flight and go to New York tomorrow. So sorry, our dogs are in the background. Um, but I feel like we could totally, you know, get up, go to New York tomorrow if I wanted to. I could go to California. Um, but I've been to other, like, other states where they're like, your, your accent is so different, or you say these things different. And people, we always ask people, like, if you could move anywhere, where would you move, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, oh, I'd move to Arizona, or I'd move to this place and this place, but I wouldn't move to this place. So, like, I am terrified of natural disasters, like, biggest fear of my life, tornadoes, hurricanes, earthquakes, tsunamis, any of that, and I'm just, like, terrified. So, I'm always like, okay, well, I wouldn't move to Texas because there's no mountains, so there's a lot of tornadoes. Midwestern states, lots of tornadoes. Don't really want to move to any eastern coast because they have lots of hurricanes south carolina north carolina florida Mm -hmm. don't really want to move to california because hurricanes earthquakes and tornadoes so like i'm messed up either way so i feel like that's a big thing and then other countries i feel like it's a whole different lifestyle food's different you have to know the languages like we're lucky that in the world like english is like the most spoken like language but like it's so hard to go like when I went to Greece it was like a whole different world because I had no idea what anything was because Greek is super hard to learn Mm -hmm. and you just have to understand like their lifestyles and like how to approach things and like their food is so different their drinks are so different so like traveling is a lot different like Going to other countries, you need to bring different chargers. You need to bring all these things that are just so different. You know, they have smaller spaces in most places. And sometimes they're more techie or less technological. Like, when I went to Greece, we had to poop in garbage cans because their sewage couldn't take it. Hmm. So, like, you just have to kind of get to know those type of things. So, that's what I would say. Um... What are some things, Bailey, that you should know when you travel? Since you have been to some places, what are, like, good tips and tricks to tell people who've never traveled, and I would say, in America and outside of America? Um, know where, like, know where transportation is so that you can easily get somewhere. So whether that's riding, like, a train or a bus if you need to take a plane, like, make sure you know how you're getting from the airport to your destination or from your destination to the airport or one destination to another. I think it'd be really important to know all the modes of, like, transportation that you have access to. And then also more in the states, like, where hospitals are and emergency like places just because I think it is beneficial for you to know just in case something happens versus like sitting there in a panic trying to search something up in the moment um so knowing that and then just places that like you make sure that there's places to eat or to go 
to the bathroom if you know you don't have like a private bathroom in your area so just the necessities and like how to get your necessities would be very very important to know um i'd say that's all that i can think of right now what do you you have to um i also agree like it depends you know again where you're at so i think the big things to know when to travel is know where you're staying know what your plans are Mm -hmm. like if you're really good at creating excursions do that or if you know hey i'm just gonna walk around know where you're walking around and always know what your destination point is because in chances that you don't tell somebody or you don't know there's a lot more room for mistakes so always tell people what your destination is always get a phone plan where you can use your phone if if able to because that's going to be a big thing to like have same with bailey know where hospitals are know where police and um you know emergency people are know where your hotel is that's so big know where your hotel is and always have a hotel booked before you go travel because mm-hmm. like you just never know you're not guaranteed no reviews always look at reviews and i don't mean like reddit reviews like no okay this has been a nice hotel or this isn't or if you're gonna go stay in hostels no like what hostels are good and what hostels aren't no. stuff like that i feel like those are the main things to know um I always think it's a good thing to possibly know, like, their languages and to understand, like, a few keywords. I think it's very important. Um, moving into that, Bailey, do you think it's a necessity to try to learn languages before you travel to a different country? Um, maybe, like, have the basics written down or bring a book with you, especially if you're not sure, like, where you're going, if people are going to speak English. Uh, so when I went to India, they, a lot of them did try and speak, you know, English and that's what they were trying because they, you know, they're starting to learn it. They, they kind of idolize Americans and they want to look like us. So they're trying to also speak the language. Um, but we also kind of, we had like a tour guide. Um, I don't know if you would call it a tour guide, but a person that was taking us through the Himalayan mountains and they were like translating for us so that was very beneficial to all the people in our group um that they could translate the words that we didn't know so maybe if you have someone going with you that kind of knows the language that would probably be great or someone accessible enough you know google translate is always great on your phone to try and do something and then have them read it i'd say do you think it's a necessity to try and learn I think it depends where you go. So if you are no, like, you go to France, most of them know English. They, a lot of countries, they require English as a language to know, which America, get with it. We should have other language. Like, we should require us to know other languages. Like, I know that we have to take, like, a language class, but I think it should be. It's only, like, I think one or two years in high school. And so that's, which is going to teach you the basics, but after high school, if you don't keep up with it. It goes away. So I'm saying, like, they're required to speak, like, basically really good English. So I feel like that's, you know, something that America in itself could get better at. But I think it's pretty important 
if you don't know anything. So, like, there, of course, there are going to be some languages that you just won't be able to learn, like, harder languages, Greek, Russian, um, I'm blanking, like, Arabic, and, um, Chinese. Like, I feel like those are, like, going to be the more harder ones to learn, but, like, I think it's good to know and good to have out of your pocket to know certain things, like you said. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, they do know English, but the accents are a little too thick, and we're, like, us Americans, we're not always used to that, so we don't know exactly, you know, what they're trying to say. So, no, I agree. Um, Cool. So, last question that I have for a minute, before you can go off onto your questions. What do you think of hotels versus hostels versus Airbnbs? And I'm talking more, like, out of the country, like, if you were to pick a hotel, a hostel, or Airbnb. Okay, so when we went to India, I think we stayed in a hostel, like, the first night, and we were sleeping on these beds, but they were made out of straw, so it was, like, straw sacks, essentially. So... We stayed there that first night, and we stayed in a part that didn't really feel safe to me, and so I don't think I slept very well that night. And then we stayed in, they're kind of like Airbnbs, they had, you know, you had to have your own key to unlock it, and it was, it was more of a resort type of areas, which I really enjoyed. So I would say, like, that's um, something, like those type of resort and hotels are what I would feel the most safe in if I was traveling. Um, I know that people say hostels are really cheap, but I also think that they can be very dangerous. Mm-hmm, so for sure. I don't know if I would really like want to stay in them because of that. I, I value my safety over, um, you know, like cheap so that's why I would go with the more expensive route to know that I'm safe my stuff is safe and have that peace of mind what about you I feel like you know money wise and I feel like at the end of the day you're gonna choose what you want by money so hotels I think hotels are great when I go to look at traveling I always look at hotels versus anything else just because you know they have maid service and hotels are meant to like you know they're hotels you're Everyone should know what a hotel is, hopefully. Versus a hostel, like, hostels are good for kids that want to travel a lot and they want to save money, but I don't think that's ideal for anyone um, because bad things can happen and no one wants bad things to happen, especially when they're on a trip or out of the country. Like, that's just not good. If any of you guys, you know, we used to be into true crime, so go go listen to those true crime podcasts if you really want to know how it is. Um <laughs> And then versus an Airbnb, I just feel like Airbnbs are so, they're just not ideal. And what I mean by that is you pay a lot to stay there. You have to pay for, if you break anything, you have to pay for all the cleaning services. And if something goes wrong, there's a very high chance you're not going to, like, get anything out of it. And I mean by this, like, me and Bailey went to Vegas a few years ago for my birthday. And we stayed in an Airbnb. And they left fish in the microwave and that place stunk so bad we stayed there one night and we left and they never refunded our friend so like situations like that i just think you know it's always safest to go with a hotel in my opinion um 
go hotel, Airbnb, Airbnb, and then do your hostel, or you could do a Verbo. Um, but either way, like I think it's better to have a hotel because you have people in that building that knows that language, and they're most likely going to help you with whatever you need versus like Airbnb, you're going to have to figure it out on your own. Mm-hmm. Hostels, they're just hostels, so. <laughs> yeah. But Well, didn't, we had a person the other day explain like or say that she knew someone who went and they stayed in a hostel and they woke up to a man jacking off like literally right in front of them on their face pretty much. Yeah. So that's just like those situations would not be safe and um, Airbnbs like I would be a little bit skeptical about because you don't know how many people have like keys to the place or access to that place versus like a hotel you only have like your key card or the resort you're like the only other people that can the master key yeah is like staff so um yeah that's what i have to say on that what do you what are your travel essentials i feel like i don't have any like main travel essentials but i always say like bring if you're going out of the country bring like like those neck pillows and like one of those face masky things yeah to close like help keep it dark if you're flying and it's light outside or someone has their light on always bring entertainment like i know some places offer like movies and stuff on the planes but i always say like download shows on your phone bring books bring crossword puzzles bring coloring books bring work with you if you need to like always have something to do have a project Mm -hmm. because if you don't you're always going to feel like you're it's going to feel like the longest flight in the world (laughs) um always bring headphones you know and make sure that I always say go to the bathroom before you get on the plane and ideally you won't go to the bathroom on the plane but of course if it's a long flight you're gonna have to go bathroom on the plane and then um just always make sure you have any medications accessible and bring a blanket like the tiniest blanket ever because you're going to want one of those wear comfy shoes when you go to the airport and I like to always bring a sweatshirt because my dad always like blares the air next to me and I'm always freezing because he's a big guy and so I would always say you know bring a sweatshirt stay warm those are like kind of my main things what about you um yeah I I honestly do agree with all that the people that go into like go to airports and they're in jeans and like something that's not does not seem comfy and they have a long flight like if i'm on the same flight and i'm like this is four hours long like why are you sitting in that? <laughs> like something that's not comfy I'm, i just kind of question it you know the bus- businessmen who have like meetings and they're taking an hour flight like i understand that like that is you know not like a necessity to dress down but i do say like wear comfy stuff have stuff accessible of course you know bring books um something that i found out is when i was on my plane like i started breaking out and so having like a little mini skincare if you have a super long flight like bring you know bring a little tiny bottle of like skincare like whether that's lotion because your face might dry out or like a little bit of face wash go give yourself like a little bit of a pick-me-up and wash your face the little um eye patches that you put under your eyes for like um, puffiness 
those are like really good help too just because you can get really puffy um <clears throat> if you like bring like a mini toothbrush and toothpaste just in case you do have that super long flight and like let's say you eat something or you're like well, I haven't brushed my, like, teeth since, like, this morning, and it's the middle of the night. Like, I feel kind of gross. Just kind of those things, um, I'd say kind of bring on your flight. But I do agree about bringing some sort of entertainment and making sure that, you know, you're entertained. So, who out of your friends and family do you think would be the best person to travel with, and who would be the worst? So, the best person, I think, to travel with out of, like, friends probably will be you. (laughs) Just because we've never, like, done a big travel, but I feel like we do a lot of the same things. And we eat a lot of the same things. And I feel like we'd have a lot of fun. I've only traveled with you, like, to Idaho. so And Vegas. Yep. And you're always down to do whatever, so. Yeah. And then worst person, honestly, probably my mom. And the reason why I say that is because every time we go on a trip, we, like, bicker about something. But also, like, well, okay, actually, it's my mom and my stepdad together. Or, like, mm. a family. A family trip. I can't do family trips. But, like, my mom mm. alone, like, we always have a lot of fun. Yeah. My dad alone, it's really fun. But when it's, like, me, my brother, my stepdad, and my mom, it's, like, the worst time ever because everyone fights. And I hate it. Mm. Um. I also think it'll be really fun to, like, eventually travel with my boyfriend. Um, We haven't got to do that yet. And then probably my grandparents would be some of the probably the worst people to go with as well. Because my Mm. grandma goes, like, we went to Scottsdale, like, a few, like, last year. And she forgot to take her Valium and was literally, like, on crack. So. Yeah, I think for me, one of, like, you know... I'd say, let's see, for friend-wise, probably, like, you, um, I don't know, sorry about our dogs, I haven't really traveled with many friends, I would say, like, I did when I was younger, so probably, like, you, I know, would be fun. For family-wise, I think it'd be good to go with my dad, because, I don't know, he's kind of, like, a protector, but he always, like, plans, and makes the necessary, like, plans. Um, that we need to have, so I think that would be fun. Like, I've traveled with him and my stepmom, and that's been fun. Even, like, my grandparents, when we do family trips, they have a lot of stuff planned out, and so it's always, like, a good time with them. So I don't really have, like, people that I think would be the worst to travel with. Um, I just, yeah, I don't know if I really have people that I'm like, no, I could never travel with again, because all, like, my family... When we travel, I think a lot of them are really easygoing. And we do, like, what we do is we plan a few specific things, but then the rest we kind of just do whatever. And so that's what's fun. Um, Okay. Where is one place that you have been that you don't want to go again? So this is going to be very controversial, but as of right now, I would like to never go back to Paris. Mm. But I also was only there for two days, and I had, like, jet lagged and migraine for days and I went with my dad who's definitely out of shape so we didn't even make it to like the first floor of the Eiffel Tower Mm. and the Seine River was cool I wish I went and saw like 
you know, the Louvre and all that fun stuff. So I think there's a lot of things that I missed out on, but we were only there for two days and I had the worst migraine and it was just, it's very touristy, like mm. so touristy. It's not yeah. as beautiful as I thought it was going to be, but I still would go again to try to do the things that I haven't done and because my boyfriend wants to go see like a PSG game. Yeah. And so I would go because he wants to do that. Yeah. What about you? Um, or do you even have one? Out of country, no. I probably wouldn't go back to Indiana again. Because I went there to, like, visit my mom and my stepdad and my sister when my stepdad worked out there. And there wasn't a whole lot to do. <laughs> so, I would say, like, there probably, like, I wouldn't go there again. They had um pretty scenery. But... I thought you were going to say New Mexico, so... Honestly, I liked how, like, hot it was in the summer and that they had a pool and I was always at the pool and then I was working. But then, like, you could go where they, where they were staying at. There was a lake, so we would go and drive the Jeep and go, like, off-roading in the back. So there was, like, a lot of, like, That's fun good. things to do there. It wasn't horrible there. And I, like, found baby bunnies, so... <laughs> I enjoyed myself out there. <laughs> um, okay. So what is your favorite place that you have traveled and why? So Bailey already knows this, but my favorite place I've ever traveled was definitely Greece. Um, by the way, this was the same vacation, Paris and Greece. And um, we stayed in Crete for a week and we stayed in this little town called Rathamithano, or I'm probably saying it so wrong, but we stayed at this really beautiful resort and it had like the endless pool and I got massages and then we rented a car so we got to like we did a lot of driving to like different types of beaches and stuff and it was just the best time I ever had and I came back looking like a whole different race because I was so tan and it was just really good so I would definitely go back to Greece and it's like if you're about scenery and you're about chillness like chill and scenery is like everything that they have there mm -hmm. and I don't think my dad and I did one like actual excursion we just drove to a lot of beaches mm. so that was definitely my favorite i have a feeling you're gonna say india i was gonna say india or hawaii <laughs> okay so i just i loved india and the experience i had because i did help people i um well backstory is that we went on a trip and we did um like a humanitarian service so we went through the himalayan mountains like i had said earlier and gave um, women and men, like, hygiene kits, so we gave women pads and, like, tampons because they would just use dirty, like, rags, um, and their rivers there were not clean, so they were cleaning it, and it wasn't sanitary. We gave them, like, all deodorant, toothbrush, toothpaste, we gave the men razors along with deodorant and all that. We even had some care packages for babies so like diapers and wipes and all that and we went to a school and were able to teach like little kids English and I was able to ride like elephants and go visit the Taj Mahal so it was definitely a like amazing experience and then I really loved Hawaii because of the beaches and how chill everything is there and like the little taco trucks and just you know being able to snorkel and seeing all of the like cool fish I almost ran into a sea turtle so just like 
it, both of them are completely like different trips but both such like amazing experiences so i definitely go back to both of them um are you the type of person that plans out the entire trip or are you more spontaneous i think you know the answer to this one already but i always have to have a plan mm-hmm. i can't go without a plan like my dad was like what excursions do you want to go in london and i was like why don't we just walk around which is not like me but i was like i'd rather walk around and get stuck with like a whole bunch of people you know mm-hmm. but i'm definitely someone who likes to have a plan like when we were looking at like going to paris i had flights open i was starting to look at hotels like i'm the type of person that will look at everything and make sure like the necessities are figured out and mm-hmm. outside of that like i'm not very spontaneous i'm only spontaneous about when to go like i'll mm-hmm. be like okay let's go to california tomorrow that's mm-hmm. it like or let's go let's leave for hawaii tomorrow i'll do that but i will still probably be up that whole night before and try to plan it yeah i'd say like it's good to plan the necessities and then have like an idea like okay today for example we'll go see the eiffel tower and the loo like walk around go to a cafe go to like have ideas of things um so that when you're there you're not like oh like we're not gonna do very much or eh, like i don't know what to do type of thing So I think that's always good to have, like, ideas and kind of map things out. Like, okay, we're going to stay here, so how long would it take for us to walk here? Like, have those kind of plans so you already know and you can pack, like, accordingly. Um, But I kind of do feel like sometimes we've been spontaneous and, like, we kind of have plans and we're like, oh, well, this seems, like, more fun instead, so let's go to that. Like, we, you know, we kind of change things up a little bit. I feel like, and, um, when you're on chill vacations, it's fun to have, like, little tiny spontaneous things, of course. So, yeah. And then, how much extra cash do you think you should have saved for emergencies when you go on trips? I feel like that's a tough question. Depends on where you go. So, if you're going out of the country, like, I think it just depends on how much the currency is compared to, like, dollar bills. So, Mm -hmm. if you're going, like, within the States, I would say maybe, like, two to three hundred dollars should be okay mm-hmm. um unless it's like i mean honestly like to be safe i'd say a thousand like that's yeah. just to be safe um for out of the country i would say at least two thousand because mm-hmm. you never know what the currency is yeah so a big tip like if you're gonna go out of the country is always try to get the currency in the united states because it will be cheaper yeah i think i don't even think that when we went to india that we got a whole lot of cash beforehand or i think we i think we did but then when we were there i think we ran out we had to go try and get some one time and it was like the most stressful thing and such a hassle so no i would completely agree i was gonna say like a thousand to be safe for anything just because you you never know what's going to happen um but then that also gives you a little like leeway because if you want to maybe use like 100 200 of it for like a little bit of shopping or something then that'd be fine too but no i yeah i definitely agree with you on that cool so my last question is how does traveling give you good life experiences i think it puts things in perspective of how great you can have it going to third world countries and seeing so much garbage on the side of the roads just made me appreciate like (laughs) that you know we have 
clean roads. We, you know, we, we have garbage, like men, like public service, like workers that help keep everything clean. And also that we have clean water because there we could not drink any of the water unless it was bottled and you can tell that it was um twist like that it wasn't open and or if you were gonna drink water like it had to be like piping hot like tea um but when we were going through toll booths and stuff people would be selling water on the side and they're like oh they would just fill them up with random water a lot of it could like have nasty things in it and they try and make it seem like it's not open like you have to get it from stores not people off the side of the road you have to get it from like somewhere rep- reputable and that was just it was crazy to me and i just appreciated like how much running water we have how like our accessibility to so many different things that people don't have and just how clean like america is and for most part yeah for the <laughs> most part and then just you know access to health care to schools like education like all of that stuff is it's just something that has made me really um grateful for and it provided me with like a better life experience knowing i could have like my life could be a lot worse and thankfully it's not and to be grateful for simple necessities that we probably skip over a lot you know mm-hmm. yeah for sure i would say like thinking about life right now like even america they're gonna you're gonna go to some states and they're just not gonna be as clean like for example oregon it's a lot more homelessness and stuff like that like so i'm definitely appreciative of like going like living in a state specifically that has given me you know it's relatively clean you know Mm -hmm. what i mean um i never experienced a third world country like that but you know like when i went to Paris and when I went to like Greece like how safe the driving is here like driving in Paris like it was crazy I thought we were gonna die and then in Greece there's no speed limits like at all so you can go however fast you want and people are crazy and that's crazy to me and like just like our police force like we actually like have one I always wonder like what happens in other states because I don't think when I was in Paris I saw one like officer I don't even know. But, like, whereas you go to Mexico, you see a lot of, like, police. Um, And, like, talking about, like, Mexico, like, how you said about, like, the water. Like, you really don't want to, like, you have to buy water bottles. Mm -hmm. It's okay to brush your teeth, like, at the resorts. But if you were to go anywhere else and, like, brush your teeth like that, you don't do that. Like, it can make you sick. So, I think, like, it opens your eyes. And, like, I told, like, in Greece, we had, like, they didn't have as good as sewage and stuff like going to those tiny countries and them not having like great sewage so you had to do something different is like a life changer to like know that some people have to do it a certain way um but i think it just overall gives everyone like better life experience learning people's culture Mm -hmm. knowing like you know what the good and the bad of every situation is like like you said healthcare like healthcare is so much better in like the UK than it is here like everyone can get it whereas like if you were to go to India or anywhere else that's like more of a third world country they don't even have anything to that effect so I think it's really cool um eventually our work does these humanitarian trips so eventually I'd like to like experience that once I have the actual money to do so so Yeah. yeah 
Do you want to know what's crazy? Is when we were in India, we would see as many people possible packed into the little cars. Like, I'm talking little ass cars and there's like 15 people packed in there or there's seven people on a bike no helmets all little kids even babies on there and then what was crazy to me is our driver our taxi driver was not using blinkers he was using his like hands no his um brights <laughs> like he was flashing his brights when he was like would go into a different lane and i was like this is so weird like there's certain things that I'm like, this is crazy. And then just driving in small little towns, they're, they're crazy drivers. Yeah. And I was like, regulations are like night and day. I, I honestly, I was like, dad, I'm sorry, but I feel like we are going to get in a wreck here. But somehow we made it out alive. And it seems like a lot of people are just used to everything and they make it out alive too. And I'm like, it's just so crazy. Like I had so much anxiety. Okay, guys, well, that's all that we have for you today. We hope that you enjoyed. And if you guys, again, have any suggestions on topics for me and Bailey to talk about, please DM us at whatashitstormpod on Instagram or at whatashitstormpod at outlook.com. We always want to just go over what we've talked about and hear your guys' versions and always would love to do like a listener section of our podcast. So that is it. Bye, Stormtroopers! Stormtroopers.